Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. The last episode about how to use math to send encrypted messages ended with a bit of a cliffhanger. The good news is that you will soon find out how the story ends. But as I warned last time, the bad news is that that isn't going to happen quite yet. Because in order to escape, the protagonist of our story first needs to learn a few things about measuring sizes in one, two, and three-dimensional space. Which means that today, we're talking about area and volume. In the episode about 1D, 2D, and 3D coordinates, we learned that a one-dimensional object exists along a line. We also talked about using the number line first mentioned in the episode on negative numbers and integers as an example of this one-dimensional object. Now, let's imagine that the number line is instead a long, straight road, and that the various tick marks representing the locations of positive and negative integers are actually mile markers, with the zero marker being located at the initial position of your car. If you were to drive down the road and stop at mile marker 10, you could figure out the number of miles between that marker and mile marker 0, which is the origin where you started, by counting off how many one-mile-long unit measuring sticks you could lay down end-to-end between the two points. Of course, this gives the same result as simply calculating 10 minus 0 equals 10. So, size in one dimension is a measure of the length of a line segment. Of course, it's also a quantity you calculate all the time in the real world, using a tape measure. How wide is a room? How tall are you? How far is it to your destination? And numerous other similar things, too. Okay, that's 1D. What about 2D? Well, first of all, as we talked about in the episode on 1D, 2D, and 3D coordinates, a two-dimensional object is something that exists in a plane. As an example of a 2D object, imagine a square with sides that are each 5 meters long. While we're at it, let's also imagine another square with sides that are 1 meter long. This second square is what we'll call the unit square. In the exact same way that we used unit measuring sticks to figure out the length of lines in one dimension, we can use unit squares to figure out the two-dimensional size, called the area, of our big square. How? Well, the area of a square is just the number of unit squares that fit inside it. So, in the case of our big 5 meter by 5 meter square, 5 unit squares will fit inside it from left to right, since the unit squares are only 1 meter wide, and 5 unit squares will fit across it in the other direction, from top to bottom. That means a total of 5 times 5 equals 25 unit squares will fit inside our big square. Since each unit square has an area of 1 meter times 1 meter equals 1 square meter, the area of the big square is 25 square meters. Don't be confused by the square meters. It just indicates that something with a length in meters has been multiplied by something else with a length in meters, and that this is therefore a 2D quantity. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. 
Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. So, size in two dimensions is a measure of the area of two-dimensional objects. And this is a very handy quantity to calculate when you're trying to figure out something like how much carpeting you need to buy to finish your bedroom remodel. In this case, you need to measure the length and width of the room in feet, or whatever other unit you prefer, and then multiply these two numbers together to find the total area of the room in square feet. That's how much carpeting you need to buy. Incidentally, it's also the same number you'd have gotten if you counted up how many one foot by one foot squares of carpeting you'd need to completely cover your floor. And in 3D? Indeed, just as we extended the idea of size from 1D to 2D, the same idea holds when moving from 2D to 3D. As we learned in the episode on 1D, 2D, and 3D coordinates, a three-dimensional object exists in the three-dimensional space that we live in. As an example of a 3D object, let's use a cube with sides that are each 5 meters long. And, just as we did with the square in 2D, let's imagine another cube with sides that are each 1 meter long. You guessed it, this second cube is our unit cube, and we can use it to figure out the three-dimensional size, called the volume, of our big three-dimensional cube by seeing how many unit cubes will fit inside the big cube. Since five unit cubes will fit across the big cube from left to right, and five more unit cubes will fit inside it from top to bottom, and yet another five unit cubes will fit inside it in the third and final dimension from forward to backward, a total of 5 times 5 times 5 equals 125 unit cubes will fit inside the big cube. Since the unit cube has a volume of 1 meter times 1 meter times 1 meter equals 1 cubic meter, the total volume of the big cube is 125 cubic meters. Again, don't be confused by the cubic meters. It just indicates that we're talking about a 3D volume. So, size in three dimensions is a measure of the volume of three-dimensional objects. Just like area, volume is a very useful quantity that you use all the time in the real world. When you fill your car with gasoline, you're putting a certain number of gallons or liters of fuel into it. Gallons and liters are both units of volume. In other words, they're just different ways of measuring a certain volume of liquid. Volume measurements show up all the time in cooking, too. Cups, quarts, teaspoons, and tablespoons are all volume measurements used to figure out how much of each ingredient goes into a recipe. Okay, that's all we're going to say about area and volume for now. At this point, you should understand how area and volume are related and how to picture their meaning. In the future, we'll return to these concepts and talk about how to calculate the area and volume of objects like circles, triangles, and spheres. But in the meantime, now that we're armed with a basic knowledge of the meaning of area and volume, we're ready to find out how our favorite mathematically inclined secret agent is faring. Be sure to check out next week's episode to find out. If you're longing for even more math than you get with the Math Dude podcast, I have two great ways to help you get your fill. First, if you're interested in my day-to-day thoughts about the latest math and science news, please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Jason Marshall. And second, if you'd like to get updates about the show and to interact with your fellow math fans, please become a fan of the Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. 
For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures, contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.